Hey guys, welcome back to Recruited Insights. In today's episode, we have KK, uh, the Senior Manager Talent Acquisition from Neutrovis, to give us some insights about the company and what it is like working there. So if you ever wonder if this is the right time to consider changing a new job or you're just starting out your first job, which company should I consider, what kind of role should I do, or perhaps just want to get to know more about the company and what KK does, then you come join us as we tap into KK's experience. Hi KK, welcome to our podcast. Uh, welcome KK. Hello, hello, hello guys. Pleasure is mine to be here today. Uh, Hope everyone had their lunch. <laughs> yes, yes. Hopefully okay. no food coma. So kick it as a start, maybe can you give us a brief introduction about yourself and what is your role in Neutralist? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think a pretty quick introduction uh, about myself. I spent about six to seven years doing recruitment, uh, formerly from a boutique agency, moving into in-house HR role for two MNCs and where am I at now? It's actually at Neutrovis, a uh, local brand owner aspiring to be a global brand uh, in the FMCG market in the next two to three years. Okay, uh, My role here as a senior TA manager, uh, besides day-to-day recruitment, uh, I, I am also needed to do uh, talent mapping, which is very, very crucial uh, in the CG mm-hmm. market uh, because most of the time, uh, the type of talents that we hire are based on our uh, FMCG networking uh, yeah. and also uh, several other initiatives that I, I do is uh, employer branding initiatives and also I, I, I do a bit of a business partnering in uh, certain IR and ER matters. Uh, it within the seems organization. like you're doing a lot more than just recruitment. <laughs> recruitment. More than just talent acquisition, yeah. Your title, yeah. one line says talent acquisition, but as you explain, <laughs> macam, you know. Here and there, <laughs> everywhere. I don't know. Sometimes it's talent deduction. Sometimes it's talent maintenance. I don't know. <laughs> it comes <laughs> along with the package, right? Yeah. All right. So whoever who wants to join Neutrovis, they will definitely talk to you and you're the first face la, that they see. Yeah, first point okay. of contact at the moment. Right. I think we can explain a little bit more what Neutrovis is about. La. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, for the past 11 years, uh, this place was still known as a Maystar Beauty. Uh, they created few small brands that are very, very small players in the market. Uh, minimally visible in certain pharmacy channels. Uh, so mm. you've probably heard of things like uh, Night Labs, Zetox, Cadu, Alferi. Mm. Um, I wouldn't blame you if you've never heard of it. Because I've never heard of any are, of those brands. Sorry. Have, they are really, really small. Yeah. And back then, historically, is that uh, these brands were just helping the company to carry themselves uh, year-to-year basis on a very small yeah. scale. It's just 20 of them plus minus. Oh, um, so nice. let's just fast forward all the way to three years back, maybe two and a half years ago, just slightly before COVID. Yeah. Uh, that's where Neutrovis was birthed as a, as a subsequent brand, uh, trying to target uh, air polluted countries uh, for, mm. for you know face mask usage and things like that. Uh, but shortly when the COVID uh, wave got uh, very serious globally, 
uh, I think that's where the business started uh, taking off, right? They went in at the right time. Before pandemic, they wanted to, you know, solve these pollutant issues and then pandemic hit and that's where everybody... Everyone needs to solve this problem. Correct, correct. And I think that's where uh, the idea of uh, not just face masks and then the partnering COVID-related products are also being uh, developed at the same time when it got hit. Yeah. Yeah, I think, let me add a little bit more about the product itself uh, Mm. to make our audience also understand about neutral waste. So I think it's very visible when you see in Watson that they have a bunch of face masks which is in yellow and black color. Uh, The color that you're wearing, Shukan. Yeah. Ah, yes, the colors we're wearing now. Exactly. Then also they have different kind of the patterns or in their face mask. I saw some of them are in the what's that called Disney mm. with Mickey Mouse and also different types of the mask. Different colors too. Yeah, different colors. That kind of thing. I think it's very common now in Malaysia also. I think when people think of Neutravis immediately they think face mask lah. Like that mm, yeah. is where the brand really like stood out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe from a consumer perspective, right? We all know that it's a company that sells medical grade face masks like, that is the variety of colors and design. But you know, fast forward now that you know we have reached an endemic stage where you know previously the government announced that you don't need to wear masks anymore. So just yeah. wondering, like, you know, how this business grow like, like you know, it started off, you know selling facial masks, uh, medical grade masks, and right now that we have reached endemic, so what what is the business growth for the company after this? Uh, okay, so besides uh, recruitment insights, this is also going to be a Neutrovis insights to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I think silently behind the background, uh, there are a lot of R&D initiatives in Neutrovis now, uh, particularly started from the quarter one of 2022. Uh, because we had a very good year back in 2021. Uh, Zane is actually very well known uh, in the CG market at the moment. Um, categories that we are moving uh, into this particular year are actually things like uh, personal care. Uh, so when you talk about personal care, it, it, it boils down to several pillars, right? When, when you uh, have to make mention things like uh, skin care, face care, uh, male or female mm-hmm. gender categories, uh, then you have also uh, uh, specifically on your your body care as well, those those manner, and uh, not just personal care that we are moving into. Another interesting one would be household. Uh, that's where wow. your detergent, your mopping liquid, uh, the the uh, laundry pots that you drop in your right. Oh, laundry. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is also to move away from uh, traditional five liter bottles because that's very heavy yes, yes. Yes. and you feel like dying if you want to buy two right because the price is very good uh, so laundry laundry pots is much uh, more lighter and it would make sense yes. because you can buy in bulk you can target uh, better pricing and uh, when it comes to shipping and logistics it makes a lot of sense whether it's for e-commerce perspective or physically when you walk into a brick and mortar store uh, so that's another piece um, I can also reveal slightly that we are having a engineering lab as well. We 
they are trying oh. to cook up some appliances that deals with the uh, protection. Oh. Uh, there will be a new patent for us to work on. Uh, and the last hint to the market out there is that we are actually going to move into healthy food and snacks categories. Oh, wow. Yeah, quite aggressive. Wow. yeah I think there's a lot of um, things that Nutrivis is is. Uh, going into which means that even though you know we may not use face masks as often uh, it's still going to be a very relevant brand I think to a lot of consumers uh, so yeah I think this is a really exciting company to potentially head into um, KK maybe you could tell us a little bit more about uh, perhaps the culture uh, in Neutrovis what's it like working there? Hmm. Um, initially okay I think everyone will picture a small company being very cowboy, right? Uh, but today, <laughs> I think the better word to phrase this... Company. <laughs> I wouldn't say China Man because China Man is not moving anywhere if you want to mm. restrict everyone based on su- certain stu- superstition, right? But uh, it's not really uh, China Man per se. It's really, really uh, a place where you move from a cowboy mode into ghetto mode. You see, when you're on a ghetto mode, you do whatever it takes to make things work, right? Whereas if uh, we compare it to a local Chinaman company, it's because the owner believes what he believes at, and nobody else has a second say. But here at Neutrovis, because uh, uh, everyone comes in as an expert in their area, uh, I try to bring in subject matter experts as well. I try to bring in uh, category specialists as well. And when they come in, they are actually uh, trying to champion the portfolio and they actually provide advices to the owner himself, the managing director. So you can see there's a very good uh, source of uh, recruitment where the owner is trying to hire and trying to learn from them. Rather than I hire you, you work for me, that kind of mode. And so you have this very interesting picture where you have a 31-year-old managing director and you have multiple, multiple uh, uh, experts and seniors that are of way more senior in terms of age, experience, etc. Tr- reporting to this particular owner. Oh, wow. I mean, I just, just found out that this owner is actually 31 years old. He's relatively young. Oops. Very young. How is he like as a boss? Ah? How is Zane? Ah? Uh, if you have to put it in another word, uh, although it sounds cringy, la, but uh, he does lead by example. Uh, I, I dare say that. Number one, right? Uh, when the pandemic first hit in 2020, when the company was still small, uh, there was a very large volume uh, ordered from... Uh, uh, that there, was a, there was a purchase order came, that came through a pharmacy a very well-known pharmacy chain in Malaysia. Mm. And uh, there was just only like 20, 22 people back then in the company. But to meet, to meet that particular uh, million or $2 million uh, uh, order, mm. uh, everyone actually turun padang literally, right? And, and uh, to the certain extent, you have this owner driving the rich truck in the warehouse trying to fulfill oh. orders. Wow. Wow. Very down to so you, yeah, so you cannot tell him that uh, I cannot do this, I cannot do that uh, mm. to, to, to reach a certain fulfillment or even to a certain KPI, right? 
because he has mm. done that. And uh, when it comes to uh, daily communication, he is really, really like a, a, um, a Penang brother that you meet somewhere around the street. He will just greet you. He's very friendly and things like that. Mm. Uh, what most people don't understand when you first meet him is that you will feel that he's very aggressive. You will feel that he's very uh, uh, pushy and demanding. You will feel that he's very uh, uh, impatient. Maybe, maybe yeah. you could see this sort of traits in him. But if you understand uh, behind him, the questions that he asks, his motives, his agenda, it's very clear that he wants to build this brand and time isn't uh, on his side, lah, put it this way. Time is really not on his side. Therefore, he wants things to move. He wants things to, to be driven. That's why he behaves the way he behaves. He's mm. not the type of person that is uh, busy be busy because of nothing you know he, he doesn't tell tell you to do things that don't make sense for the business and mm. he's pushy because the clients or the distributors are pushy not because he is pushy right so uh, very often uh, the barrier between uh, finding him candidates is that uh, you really have to behave like an entrepreneur mm. in your subject matter expert so uh, you cannot behave very formally with him but uh, you try to be as flexible as agile as him yeah mm. i'm sure there are there are follow-up questions from here okay throw it throw it down <laughs> to me <laughs> yes uh, yeah uh, i mean I, from based on what you described i can see that he's a very hands-on entrepreneurial guy and mm. uh, Maybe I'm not sure, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like a no-nonsense, you know. I, I know I have a vision, what I want to do, what I want to achieve. I make sure my team members uh, understand, you know, what's my vision and work hard towards it. Uh, that's what I understood about him, uh, based on what you described about him. <laughs> mm, correct. I think uh, maybe a very good hint for you uh, or even for the public to understand is that uh, for senior hirings, right, I think most of the processes out there or even most of the, the interview process out there, you would probably see that the senior candidates need to actually submit like a draft or proposal or execution plan uh, or what we call here in uh, Neutrovis is the 369 program, right? The 30 days, the 60 days and the 90 days plan, right? A lot of, com yeah, yeah, so 369. So a lot of companies would, you know, uh, sort of pick, pick a few drafts from several candidates and they will just pick the best person, correct? Wow. And they will just do that, correct? But here at Neutrovis, oh, this, this Zane is able to tell you, based on your plan, uh, whatever you are trying to achieve in 90 days, I can already achieve it within two to three weeks. <laughs> wow. So he's really yes. upfront then, about stuff like that. Then, uh, then he, won't, he won't pick the best plan. He will tell you, that uh, yes, I achieved this in two to three weeks and this is what I need you to fine tune in your 60 days and 90 days execution. And if all is good, both parties align, come and join me. You know, well, so, so do, yes, there's this difference I, here. Should require to do this 13, 60 and 90 day uh, proposal or only for certain certain positions? Uh, senior like, hirings, yeah. For like sales and marketing division only or regardless what all senior positions will have to give him some sort of proposal or in Actually, this case all senior, all, mm, oh. all senior positions 
So a little bit more like consulting style, behavioral mm. interview. Correct. Mm. On that note, uh, what are some key hiring opportunities? Or rather, okay, let me rephrase that. What are some key uh, vacancies that you're looking looking at, looking hiring, to fill yeah. right now? Yeah. Uh, I think on the technical piece now, there's uh, several openings, like uh, packaging engineer or packaging specialist. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I do have some R&D engineers that I'm looking for, uh, mechanical, uh, mm. electrical, or even a firmware background. Uh, oh, wow. I have some chemist op- uh, positions opened as well uh, that are skilled towards uh, either personal care, household, mm. or food scientists. Uh, so these oh. are some R&D initiatives. Uh, right. and, and that's just... That's just part the technical side part. On the other hand, on the commercial end, uh, we are constantly hiring for sales individuals, uh, marketeers, depending what kind of uh, marketing that you do. Uh, they can be trade marketeers. They can be uh, the usual executors on ATL, BTL. Uh, mm. It could be the traffic drivers on uh, digital marketing on the social side. Mm. Uh, and definitely, we are actually building an in-house creative agency. Henceforth, oh, uh, wow. you could figure out that uh, the hands and feet of uh, graphic designers, content writers, uh, photographers, videographers, animators, uh, UI, UX personnel, everything under the creative that, piece. Yeah. So just curious, like, are these roles available? Is it because these are replacement roles or because you guys are expanding and hence like a newly created role and department and you're adding on more stuff into the company? Uh, I dare say the uh, 95% of the openings are new positions because of the fast expansion that is ongoing now. Yeah, it's not really replacement because predominantly, uh, maybe I lack of this sharing in, in, uh, in the earlier conversation is that the company has grown from uh, 70 people around quarter one this year to mm. about 175 as we are speaking now. Wow. Just the span of uh, 10 to 11 months. It's yeah. like more than, slightly more than 100%. No? Mm, correct. Okay, so I think for job seekers, what they are looking for, what they are curious more about, you know, why why, why should I join Neutrowis? Like, what are the selling points that you, that would attract them to say that, you know, I want to work for Neutrowis. I, uh, like, I get to know about the business very young founder, very young team, but what about some of the benefits or that you can share with mm, okay. work in neutral risk? Okay. Let's talk about the monetary value at the end of this uh, 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 <laughs> section. Okay. <laughs> like, let's talk about culture first. I think here, if you want to uh, partner with a brand builder owner, uh, I think this is very suitable for you. Where, uh, where you get the chance to uh, execute and actually bring in your ideas uh, and fine-tune it together with the team or your specific department or with the owner himself and see how uh, they, we can actually build Neutrovis together. So that's one. Number two, uh, it's not really a local China man company per se because we are shooting up to... Uh, uh, a global imagery company, right? So our presence now is in Southeast Asia. And as we are speaking, we are also trying to touch uh, Taiwan and Hong Kong. 
which would make sense that it's a greater APEC picture. And yeah. uh, I think moving forward, if Southeast Asia and APEC is fully taken care of, Middle East, uh, the, the UK, US continents are not, are definitely in, in consideration. But of course, we want to, you know, tackle Asia first as, mm. as these uh, neighboring countries. So regional exposure, whether it's at your seat or whether you get to fly there and, and you know, uh, 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 go for exhibitions and meet, meet distributors or uh, your, mm. your sales prospects, everything is in there. So regional exposure is definitely in place. Mm. Uh, thirdly, because the company is growing so fast, yeah. uh, career prospects are always there whether it's internal movements or whether it's a change of uh, your, your technical role, uh, mm. there's always opportunity uh, for mm. that. So there's, there's uh, also things like uh, succession planning now ongoing. There's also things like uh, L&D initiatives that will be kickstarting next, early next year. So it's not just hiring you, bringing you in to do what you need to do, but there's also a, a route uh, moving forward that you can grow with the company as long as you are dynamic enough, lah, right? Uh, but uh, so career prospects is taken care of. And uh, I think when we talk about work arrangements, yes. uh, here at, here at yeah. Neutrovis is not, I can't, I can't promise you a nine to five kind of thing, but what we actually implemented to, to uh, uh, actually allow some flexibility among employees is that uh, core hours are actually 10 to 4 p.m. right now. Oh, okay. I dare say, I dare say that, uh, yeah, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., you must be contactable, you must be visible, you must be uh, engaging in all sorts of meetings within right. this hour. Mm. But having that said, uh, if you want to start your day early, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., uh, no one's going to monitor you on your punch card timing, lah, right? Uh -huh. But at the same time, in the evenings, you want to skip the jam, you want to stay up until 7, 8, you know, uh, uh, there's, there's this option for you. So you can see that with, with this policy being implemented, the idea here is to cater to you, your logistics and your travel management, and mm. then you do the necessary. Lah. You just do whatever you, it takes to you know, get the job done and, and cater to your, 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 your life. Uh, of course, this excludes those personnel from warehouse uh, for obvious reasons and shift arrangements. Uh, but other than that, generally everyone can can enjoy this here. Like flexi, flexible, mm. some some degree of flexibility. Correct. Uh, in that sense, okay. Mm. Um, I had I had a question. Um, so I mean, you've explained the culture. You've explained, uh, you know, the. I suppose working at Nutrivis would be good if you kind of like want to help a company grow at the same time grow together with the company so there's a lot of uh, things that aren't in place yet that are still to come um, so on that note what does it take uh, to be a part of this or rather what do candidates need to have uh, in order to join Nutrivis? Uh okay so number one you have to be very sensitive uh, to market news and what is happening within the industry. Uh, so uh, the idea of uh, coming up with a product shouldn't be trying to beat a competitor or trying to win a market share within the existing uh, uh, industry players or the big boys out there. But the idea here at Neutrovis is constantly to have uh, an idea 
a product idea that has never been developed or it's not existing in the current market, right? Mm. So that way you can actually penetrate and conquer the market easier than trying to, you know, fight against uh, the existing brands. It, it doesn't make sense for, for uh, any of us trying to create another five liter bottle detergent anymore. Mm. Because predominantly then you would only need to manage price wars, uh, festival uh, arrangements, and uh, trying to uh, cook, try to design a packaging that you think everyone would buy your your product. I don't think so, right? So uh, yeah. this is a very traditional way of doing things. But what we want to do is to be innovative. That is why R and D departments are supposed to uh, uh, innovate, lah, in a sense, right? Because a lot, to be honest, uh, uh, speaking from recruitment experience, a lot of R and D candidates I spoke to. Uh, the boring part about their job or their position is that they are just coming up with newer versions of existing products or models. Yeah. Right. I launch a V1, I launch a V2, V3. Right. The thing is actually the same thing. It's just in different colors or a different material. You right? want innovation. User, yeah, not, there's not no innovation. innovation. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you won't wow me with your new launch per se. Hmm. Right? But what we are trying to do here in Microvis is, yeah, we want to wow the market. We want yep. you to buy in our idea. So, uh, right. So if you are somebody who is very innovative and come up with a lot of new ideas, this yeah. is a type of company that you can thrive in. Yeah. Just mm. one good example, maybe just a small sharing, is that uh, when I speak to engineering candidates, yeah, uh, often, often than not, they will tell me their bosses will never approve their budget to buy certain components or parts to do their own research and experiments. Mm. I would want this candidate. Oh, yeah. So which means that I you want him to provide this kind of help. Sir. Correct. I want, I want this person to come in and, you know, we give them the budget, we give them the components, we give them the authority to purchase and procure certain things. And they try to elevate whatever they, they have in mind on their hands-on uh, uh, experiments. So they're yeah. not so restricted lah in that. Correct, aspect. correct. Yeah. I have a question. So I heard that you are trying to get more this kind of innovative person, also very hands-on person. But sometimes this kind of person needs quite some help. Ah. So I'm mm. not sure how extent of your helps you can provide. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, there are actually HODs in place now in all departments. Mm. Uh, so that's if we talk about innovative uh, uh, personnel, uh, I do have a head of chemists and a head of engineering. Uh, mm. uh, heading up these two separate divisions. Uh, so they are actually uh, uh, personnel who have been in the industry for a very long time, but still mm. trying to innovate and still trying to drive things and, and create products that are not in the market. So mm. uh, when juniors come in, they are not just being hand-holded, but also being guided in certain okay. angles. Mm. Of course, you talk about different sorts of alignment or, or mm. you know, different understanding. But uh, I think here, Zane hears out everyone, not just the mm. leaders, but also the juniors. Uh, as again, la, he's very hands-on, right? So he would have team meetings consisting of every employee in the same department. Oh. And everyone should be able wow. to share their ideas. So even the employees, yeah. the junior ones will be able to speak directly or offer. Zane, correct. 
like ideas oh. and what to say. Oh, that's right. very transparent and open style. Yeah, correct. Okay. Okay. So if you have a device in your mind, and uh, you think that it's good to share during the meeting, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that when when it's time to shine and speak up, feel free to do so. Yeah. I see. So. Despite of a very big entrepreneur, be very innovative mm. and very hands-on, also, uh, what kind of the person might be also suitable for neutralis, or like what kind of people say, "Oh, I want to work in neutralis." What kind of personalities or what kind of mentality Character. I should have, mm. oh, yeah. Okay, I think uh, uh, everyone has to be educated in the sense of. Uh, Uh, reality. When I say reality, is that all companies out there, right? No matter how great of a picture that you paint or what kind of a beautiful picture that you have in mind about a certain brand owner, big company or small company, there's always a certain degree of mess. There's always a certain degree of uh, misalignment. There's always a certain degree of uh, emptiness somewhere. There's no protocol. Someone is uh, being toxic. You know. There's political games throwing around, or even though, or even there's no resources, that kind of thing, right? Every company has got its own mess, yeah. but if you come in with the mindset and say yes, there's mess, there's there's uh, it's not going to be a smooth rocking boat. I'm not here to sell ice cream. This kind of mindset is the is the right person that we are looking for, uh, because if you think that being entrepreneur where Everything will be spoon fed to you. Everything will be uh, told and instruct uh, instruct you to do. Then it's very tough lah, for you, because you will just sit and wait for things to happen without you doing the extra work. Yeah. Right. So, so to just expand on that, I wanted to ask. So Kiki, you came from MNC background, and then you move into a more lo- local setup, but has regional presence right now. So, if let's say this candidate. Comes from very MNC background, and you know we want to try out being in a local company. What do you think this person need to have in order to be able to adapt into that environment? Hmm. Okay, I would say you need to step up, uh, step out, and step up, uh, to think how you how you how you how you think in the past lah. How because your thought process right. Cannot be the same ever again. The moment you step into Neutrovis, you have to think like Zane. But in your subject matter expert lah, let's just say from from my perspective, right? Mm. I would now play the recruitment game the way I want uh Zane to play it. You know, yeah. or there's there's certain misalignment or alignment that needs to be done. Yes, check in with him. I don't expect him to tell me what how recruitment should be run. But I give him three proposals, hmm. okay. and you 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 tell me, boss, which one sounds better to you? Let right. me run it. So I don't need step one to step ten. I shorten it to step one to step four. Hmm. We shorten the timing. We we do whatever it takes to to have a, a comfortable interview with the candidate. But at the same time, I'm able to 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 get to know the candidate in and out. And then we speak of an offer, and we release the letter within a day, which is less than twenty four hours. Wow. You know that kind of thing. So I don't need two months, uh, to identify a candidate. I only yep. need a week or ten days, 
and that's the speed of hiring in, in Neutrovis. And uh, uh, the beauty about recruitment in Neutrovis is that HR has the 49% say, and the hiring manager is 51% because we've already vetted through uh, yeah. not just the soft skills, but the past portfolio, uh, the technical part of what the person has done, uh, the, the, fit, the fit in terms of experience and uh, years of tenure in their past uh, uh, tenures. And then we sell it to the hiring manager. Uh, so that's that's one of the key things here. And I suppose that comes from being very aligned and working very closely with the owner of the business. Correct. Uh, and I guess that's something that you will probably get more in a local setup as compared to an MNC setup. Lah. Not yeah, that, correct. you know, it's not that, you know, one is better than the other, but kind of like it's different, right? It depends yeah. on what what you want to experience. Can I, can I just top up a, another thought as, yeah. I, as I was just yeah. speaking, I, I thought of this. You know why recruitment sucks for certain people? <laughs> I, dare, I dare use the word. Huh? I dare you to use the word because you are dumping CVs to the hiring manager mm-hmm. and uh, you expect them to pick one of it or when everything gets rejected, your mood goes down, correct? Mm. Yes, I yeah. think that's true. the usual cycle of a recruiter. Yes. But here at Neutrovis, every hiring manager, including Zane, knows that KK is on the back. He would bend his back to ensure that this candidate is the right fit and I should have a coffee chat or dinner with this candidate. Mm. Let's meet. Let's have a chat. If, mm. if the candidate is not good, if the chemistry doesn't work or, you know, the expectations are not aligned it's not to say that the candidate is not a good fit uh we just treat it as getting to know a new friend you know that kind of manner so so i position myself that way and it eases things out i don't need to to treat everyone like a number or robot HR has a lot of power guys don't underestimate hr review is very important correct Correct. So maybe you can you can share with us a little bit about your interview process. If let's say you know I'm mm. a candidate, I submitted my resume in, and then you call me for an interview. What should I expect? How is the interview? What is the interview process like? Hmm. Okay. Uh, if you are a fresh graduate, uh, it's good that you always share uh what you have done out of your curriculum activities. Uh, it's also uh good to share. Uh, your final year project details. Uh, mm. It will be very wise also if you have uh, uh, done certain freelance work, uh, part-time jobs, or even share your exposure on certain uh, activities or even if you collab with certain NGO organizations to do certain charity, right? Mm. Uh, because as a freshie, as a young chap, as a young lady, uh, there are tons of them out there with a degree or with a master's or with a PhD. And mm-hmm. I practically look at these qualifications. I only spend about one and a half second mm. to, to that particular line there in your CV. But I would spend maybe 10 to 20 seconds more if you have more things to write about about your uh, curriculum activities and etc. Mm-hmm. the yada yada that I just mentioned. So that would be good to actually highlight in your CV or, you know, when you have a call with me, do share with me all these things. Right. Number two is that if you have a bit of working experience, I do expect you to know your numbers, know your facts, know your industry well, 
and uh, you must be able to tell me what you want to do next. Yeah, try not to be too generic, try not to be too broad, uh, because if you are being very broad and, and generic, mm. uh, it's pretty hard to gauge what you want, and I would just move on to the next candidate. Again, mm. that's reality of life. Either you take this piece and, and learn from it, or... <laughs> <laughs> you will just find yourself applying for 20, 30 jobs and wonder why you don't you don't get anything. That's for sure. Yeah. This is really good insight, you know, to to, to understand more about what interviewers are looking for. And I think this is good. Um spe- very specific to Neutrovis. I wanted to ask a follow-up question, though it might be a bit yeah. off tangent. Um, because we're talking about, you know, the good stuff, right? Uh with Neutrovis. Uh, why people should join you, what does it take, what to expect. Um, I want to talk about the the part that we probably didn't touch on, uh, the monetary aspect, uh, you know, kind of like everybody wants money, you know, we love talking about uh, or rather thinking about what's in it for us. So yeah, what can you tell us about uh, monetary benefits of joining Neutrovis? Mm, okay, so uh, because there's HR's presence here, so I think uh, basic issues like uh, minimum wage and uh, uh, market benchmarking is already in place. Uh, so I think to a certain extent, when we release packages on a monthly payroll basis, uh, that is fully vetted through and uh, these are all following certain market benchmarks. So I think candidates do not need to be worried on this manner, right? Uh, but when you talk about uh, certain things that uh, we, we try to sell or why we don't, uh, again, uh, it's a reality of life at Neutrovis, uh, we don't give uh, super huge bumps uh, unless you're underpaid, okay? Let's just take that out of context, unless you're underpaid. But on the normal constant story, uh, we try not to give you big bumps because, again, we are not leveraging ourselves against uh, traditional big corporate or MNCs, mm. right? I cover you on your uh, big bum. I, I give you a very huge raise. Benefits are all out there. And uh, at the end of the year, I only give you a one month or two months bonus. Mm. You know, you will, you will, as a candidate, you will feel very taken care of. And uh, the, the common mindset here in Malaysia or even Asia is that, yeah, salary is this much. I only do this much. I won't push. I, I just do the needful. As long as I get to go home 6 o'clock, that's fine. You know? and, and, and the trouble about this here is that uh, I'm always being taken care of no matter how little I do or how much I do. Because this goes on to a certain extent where if I do more, I'm considered being a victim. I'm being abused. I'm being abused by my employer, blah, blah, blah. They'll cry and things like that, right? Quiet quitting. Yeah. So let's just move it around and neutralize. Uh, we do honor your technical skills. We do honor your qualification. We do uh, uh, market benchmarking. And when we give you a certain increment or certain allowances that commensurate to your experience and your portfolio, mm. be assured you are definitely rewarded with a much more stronger performance bonus uh, structure or, or what you call scheme. Okay, first thing to say is that uh, uh, we are on a half yearly review basis, right? Uh, for most general positions, uh, we are already paying one to three months bonus 
on a half yearly basis. Okay, mm-hmm. so the thing that I always tell candidates here, yes, even though you're joining us as an admin or warehouse assistant, the potential you get is actually two to six months in a year, uh, which is not something common out there. Be it, be it foreign countries or even locally here in Malaysia. So, that, that so is, any positions, yeah. just to clarify, any positions will have non sales position. Non sales position. Did you hear that, guys? Bonus wow. twice a year. Yeah. That, wow. So, then and your CV. And so, uh, out to six months. Wow. Yeah. So, if you three of you are giving me wows months. already, there's also another side note to this, which is something called like, uh, uh, we don't have an official term for it yet, but I would say it's like uh, a retention program. Uh, so, how, it, how this retention program works is that, la- let's say last year, uh, you are being rated at three plus three, six months in totality in a year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if the company got their sales target hit last year as a group, uh, the whole Neutrovis uh, meets their sales target as a, as, a, as a whole company. Whatever you are being given, right, last year six months, we will pay you another six months in the following year. Wait, uh, I'm trying oh to diagnose. Uh, so, so, whatever that, okay, assuming like your top performer, you, you did so well, you get your six mm. months bonus last, like last year. And Correct. Now that the company has also hit an overall target, does it mean that I will get additional? A whole year. Another six months. So totally a whole year. La. Yeah. Because 12 months. Are really? but, but, but this second six months only comes after a year. So it works like a retention program. So yeah. if you leave the you company, would, would then... Stay on uh, to grow yeah. and then... Wait, so because, you, because it's sort of like a retention bonus and... Uh, okay, let's say I will be getting the six months next year. Uh, mm. After I re- if I have already received that six months bonus and let's say I want to leave la, after that, do I need to pay back? No, the no, no, no. Okay. So retention in the sense uh, that you can't get it now, but you get it later on. Yeah. So by then, uh, you would probably gauge that uh, that following year. My goodness. Uh, Correct. There's again another retention program waiting for you at the second following year. So it's, it's very enticing la, already enough uh, to the candidate, you know, so mm-hmm. it works, la, you know, this, this thing works. If you put in the hard work, you work hard, you get high reward. Yeah. Mm, correct. Wow. Okay. Nice. This sounds really great. La. I mean, our <laughs> retention somehow, you know, you want to stay there. Wow, actually a lot of good points la, um, yes. for neutral. Uh, can I ask the reverse? Mm. What are some, okay la, let's not use the word negatives, la, areas for improvement la, that you can observe or kind of like areas in neutral that okay, la, still got room to grow. You know, It's great, but... Trying yeah. to close the gap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think first things first is uh, a lot of things are still pretty manual here. Uh, so uh, what we are doing about this is uh, when the subject matter expert comes in, uh, you need to advise on protocols and uh, stand, uh, process improvements, right? Mm-hmm. So, so whether it's uh, moving on to a system or whether it's moving on to a digitalization project, uh, uh, this thing has to be in place, lah, correct? Uh, mm-hmm. Then number two, another thing that we are addressing now is that uh, I'm trying uh, I'm trying to identify a head of IT uh, with digitalization 
uh, portfolio in his past experience or her past experience. Mm. And when the, this person comes in, he is able to advise every department uh, on, 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 on the plans moving forward. So this will give, this will try to eliminate uh, uh, manual paperwork, mm. uh, go, go green initiatives, and trying to shorten certain uh, headcounts that are not needed for all this manual work. Uh, mm. Then another roadblock is uh, uh, employees, right, whom have historically been around or local employees behaving like we are not growing to, into a global brand. Uh. So I think the perspective here is that if you are too, too, uh, too, too Malaysianized, like, I don't know what's the right word for it, but <laughs> it sounds like this, right? If you're always thinking about Malaysia, 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 this works in Malaysia. I have been doing this for the past 25 years. Uh, you will be left out in a sense because Zane is already ahead. You know, mm. I'm in Hong Kong this week. I'm in uh, Taiwan next week. Uh, in, in, in the following week, uh, where can we go next? Which country can we tap into next? You know, he's already moving so fast. And if you still think like a local guy, uh, pretty hard to move on with him because mm. uh, he's always trying to see uh, what kind of product or what kind of brand is there out there that we can actually, you know, fight against or compete against or have mm. something to penetrate that country. Mm. So uh, you have to stop uh, being like a local person in your department or function yeah mm -hmm. uh, maybe the last bad thing to say here is uh, uh, certain people when when they are not uh, uh, groomed or polished uh, now they have to step up their game they have to really step out of their comfort zone because you can no longer keep saying i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah you know the right right thing to do here is i will go and find out i will go and find out i need this particular time frame uh, I need to speak to this person. I need to reach out to that agency and find out what I need to find out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's really good insights. I mean, before we end, uh, I have one last question for you, KK. Um, ever since you joined Neutrobis, right? I'm not quite sure how long has it been, but what has been the biggest learning curve for you? Uh, the biggest learning curve for me here is to not behave like a HR officer that sits in the office waiting for people to come and look for me, right? Mm. Uh, I think uh, we have to move away from the perception of a HR officer. He's only processing payroll. He's only uh, uh, answering your queries on claims and benefits and policy. He is only the guy you speak to when you have grievances, you know? But uh, the learning curve for me here is that how can I add value to the business? How can mm. I take care of my uh, colleagues in order mm. for them to prosper in their department and resulting in the business to grow together and we all get our big fat chunk of bonus. You see, the mindset now is very different already. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, not, it's not to be a peacemaker, but to, be, to actually create some earthquakes in the FMCG industry. So, so I think the biggest learning curve is to actually behave like an entrepreneur. Again, right. it comes down to that again. Yeah. Nice. Andrea and Shukan, do you have any questions for him? Uh, where should the people apply if they want to join Neutral Viz? 
Ah, okay. Uh, I think my email address, uh, that's where I, I do take in uh, CVs and profiles. Uh, kinkit.low at maystar.com.my uh, Alternatively, you can uh, actually go to my LinkedIn page uh, and also the job street portal. I guess that's all about it today. Yeah, thank you, Kiki, for sharing with us today. I mean, to those who are interested uh, in working with Neutrowis, feel free to drop Kiki your CV or we can provide maybe the email in our description below. Uh, if you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and give a five star. Do follow our Instagram, recruiter underscore insights uh, for bi-quilly updates of our episodes. We will spontaneously post some other stories or host some other campaigns. So please follow us to keep uh, updated. Uh, we will leave KK's email and also LinkedIn profile below. If you would like to join Neutralist, feel free to drop him a DM or write into his email. Then you can get what kind of information he needs to do the recruitment process. Uh, thank you for your time today. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks, KK. Can start already. Yeah. Okay. Can start. Can start.